the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Powell back to throw. Going long, throwing deep, and Aaron caught for a touchdown by Brown! 42 yards, and he's into the end zone! And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast. This is the Hurry Up Hot Seat, counting down the top 25 teams in the 2020 CBS Sports preseason rankings. All these stories are on CBSSports.com, and we are bringing to the hot seat today to talk about the North Carolina Tar Heels. It is time, ladies and gentlemen of the court, be ready. It is Ben Kerchival. Ben, the North Carolina Tar Heels, a lot of hype, a lot of energy. You know, the the Mac Brown hire sort of got thrown in a bucket with like less miles at Kansas. And uh, you were wondering if this was just going to be, you know, just kind of just playing out the string or, or coming in to, to appease some boosters. Do you believe that Mac Brown specifically has been influential in a change in attitude around Chapel Hill and around the North Carolina football program such that we've even got them in our preseason top 25? Well, after one season, it's it's kind of hard to say. I think it's more optimistic now than certainly at the time. But, you know, look, Mac is a – he's that uh, charismatic CEO type. And that's what his strength has been for a long time. That's what he was very good at with Texas. But that really works when you have good assistance and when you are able to recruit. And in the last probably – you know, four-ish years that he was with the Longhorns. Look, I know what the recruiting rankings say, but they were not doing a good job on the recruiting trail. And and then they certainly weren't doing a good job in developing those players. The 2012 class gets a, a real uh, big nod as one that flamed out. But here he comes into North Carolina. I, I, I don't know that I was a real big fan of the hire at the time. I tend to think, try to look ahead. Don't try to necessarily relive the past, but he's gotten it done on the recruiting trail. Obviously, he got a great young quarterback in Sam Howe. That fixes a, a lot of problems. And even though they were 7-6 and six last year and came up short and close games more often than they didn't, they were certainly exciting and, uh, and have the makings of a team that, you know, I don't know – that they will net. They, I don't think they'll compete with Clemson for an ACC championship, but I, I think they have the opportunity to get to that thirteenth game. Well, look, I'm going to steal Chip's question because I know Chip's got this this on his on his notepad somewhere. We've all seen North Carolina be the sweetheart team that's with the new coach that everyone likes, and they're the underdogs, and they have a good year and win a big bowl game and you know you're looking up and and uh, it's a feel good story and now they got people like you 
putting them in the top. <laughs> what, what is there? What is that? <laughs> People like me. And all of a sudden, we were leap. We're 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 lumping some expectations on their shoulders. All right. So, what, do you think that this team is equipped to handle the expectations now that they're not just the sweethearts? Now that they are a team that could get to that thirteenth game. I don't know that I quite get there yet. And first of all, let, let me be very clear. We all voted in this 130, man. It's not like I'm sitting up here. You're on the stand, Ben. You are on the stand. <laughs> yeah, this really is the hot seat. No, I uh, look, I, I think they will be a perfectly good, like, 9-3 and three team. Now, is, is the ACC Coastal still mediocre enough that 9-3 and three gets you to uh, get you to the ACC championship game to face Clemson. I mean, I think that's possible, but the big thing for them is they get UCF and Auburn. They get them both away from Chapel Hill uh, to start the season. I actually think even though conference play is always tough because you have to, you know, you get these familiar foes every single year. I actually think things ease up once they start getting to conference play because they don't get Clemson. They don't get Florida state. They don't get any of the big names out of the cross division. They get two really tough non-conference games, and then they get like Virginia Tech at home and in Miami, and like that's the the bulk of the remaining difficult games. So I think the schedule sets up for them to maybe puff it up a little bit more. But as far as what I think the the win total will be versus last year, I don't know that I see it moving much more than about one or two games. When you took a look uh, at the team and you were starting to break down uh, the losses, I know on the the defensive side of the ball, you've got a, a couple players on the defensive line gone. Though you returned Chaz Surratt, I I think that you mentioned the quarterback sort of uh, can, can can help solve a lot, and the play of Sam Howell is one of the reasons why they were in a lot of games late. But you know, as you were starting to look at the personnel of this team, what stood out to you uh, maybe as a position that we're not talking enough about? Well, I don't know that maybe we're not talking enough about it. It's just it's a complimentary piece to how, but it's the fact that it, like everyone who caught a pass last year is coming back for for them. And you had two thousand thousand yard guys, uh, Daz Newsom, who's you know probably going to be in a first team All ACC selection, maybe an All American selection for them. Uh, De'Ami Brown. I mean, those two guys caught a th- you know, thousand yards each, but they have really great depth there. So I think that's just a position where they're going to be slinging around all over the places. And and again, defensively, you have a little bit more turnover. So it could be one of those things where you're relying more on Sam Howe to go out there and, and continue to win you some games. But they got another kid, Josh Downs, who's coming in as highly rated kid in the 2020 class. I just think you're going to be looking at North Carolina – who, again, I don't know how many wins that necessarily equals for you, but I just think they're going to be one of those teams thrown around the yard and that they're just going to be a lot of fun to watch. And it really has a lot to do with the fact that who's going to be on the receiving end of those passes from how. All right, so we're all in agreement that this, that this North Carolina team has a chance to be pretty good. Uh, we're all in agreement that Sam Howell is a pretty good player. Yeah, Heisman. Is... is, is <laughs> Is Sam Howell just a pretty good player that has got North Carolina a chance to be pretty good? Or is Sam Howell, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Tua Tungavailoa, 
one of these sort of players that can elevate a team. Now, look, I'm not sure Justin had to elevate Ohio State or Trevor. So maybe maybe, maybe those are the wrong comparisons. Is he, is he, I don't know, Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield or, or, or one of these guys that an offense can absolutely turn to and say, listen, make a play. Because we've seen him make it in the fourth quarter. We've seen him have a really, really good freshman year. Are you comfortable in saying – Sam Howell is is like a guy, like an NFL first round draft pick kind of dude. Well, first of all, I would disagree that Trevor Lawrence did not elevate Clemson. They were a, a good playoff team without him, but once they got him, they were a national championship winner. So yeah. I, I would say I would say that he does elevate them. As yeah. for Howell, I would say he absolutely is a dude. I mean, to go out as a freshman, ice water in your veins, and making plays in the fourth quarter, you know, we we love that old Moxie. You know, that moxie does not that – is, that is a God-given thing that he has. Now, do I think he needs to spread that moxie around a little bit maybe to all four quarters? Yeah. You know, sometimes slow starts have, have been – but, you know, again, he was a freshman. Like you have to allow a little bit of that growth. But if you see that type of, of cold-blooded killer instinct out of how after one year in some really big games – then I, that seems to project that he can grow his game and do that for, for four quarters, for you know, two more years. Um, you know, look, I, I think if he improves on that part of it, I don't know that he would be like, you know, number one overall pick like Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. But I do think that he gives you that first round caliber of a guy who's going to go out there and just get the damn job done. He is Ben Kirchival. You have been... Oh, wait, hold on. I got to unmute it. You have been relieved from the hot seat for the North Carolina Tar Heels. You can check out his story on the Tar Heels at cbssports.com. Ben, thank you very much. Thank you. on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire now streaming on Paramount Plus.